Mansell with HJ Sports, and today we're going to go over our new sites within the Tetra line for 2022. So new for 2022, we actually came out with a new way to mount your scope housing to the infinite adjust bracket. No longer do you have to worry about your vertical adjustments uh, intertwining with the second axis adjustments. So as you'll see on the scope housing, uh, there's actually an additional brick. You can either mount that to the inside of the riser or to the outside of the riser. We recommend that for most traditional bows, you mount that to the inside of the riser and for any sort of sight that you're gonna mount in line with the bow to use the outside. Just flip that around um, and mount it to the outside of the riser. So within each of the product categories, we have the Tetra Max, the Tetra, and then the Tetra LT. As always, our Tetra line of sights come in four different scope housing size options, an inch and three eighths, an inch and five eighths, an inch and three quarters, and then also our four pin housing, which is an inch and three quarters. We also offer a 10 thousandths pin and a 19 thousandths pin for both single pin and four pin options. On the Tetra itself, we once again have micro adjustments as well as your macro gain adjustments for left and right. For your vertical adjustments on your Tetra bow sight, you'll want to use the screw right here on the infinite adjust rail and the screw below that. You'll just loosen those and slide it up and down. Another key feature on the 2022 Tetra bow sight is the integrated scope ring that has a built-in level. Another key feature on the 2022 Tetra site is the ability to take a 2500 blue burst light. This is an added on accessory, but you can actually put that on there to add light to your pin or to reduce light. With that, we also have mechanical rheostat, which is an exclusive feature to HHA on the Tetra line. You'll be able to turn in the rheostat if you want to dim the light, and then you'll also be able to turn it out if you want to let more light in. Also on our 2022 Tetra line bow sights, the Tetra comes in either a fixed frame, our Hunter Edition frame, or it comes on a four to eight inch adjustable dovetail. All HHA products are 100% made and sourced in the USA, and they carry a 100% lifetime warranty. For any more questions, please visit our website at www.hjsports.com. Hello, we're at the ATA show at uh, Veteran Innovative Products, uh, an all-American made and manufactured broadhead. So we've got a new one for 2020 called the Combat Veteran 4-Blade. As you can see, 4-Blades got a lot of the same high-quality materials we used with our original 2-Blade Veteran, but the Combat Veteran has a different deployment system. How it deploys is you just squeeze a little bit on your main blades, okay, those compress, and then the broadhead opens. It still has our momentum management compressible blade technology. So the the cutting diameter is inch and a quarter by two inches on this when deployed. Uh, in flight, it's one inch by inch and a quarter. Another feature we added this year with these heads uh, is that you can exchange the bone breaching field point tip with a 125 grain setup if you would like. So swap the tip out, get you 125 grains instead of 100, which is big with those Western hunters. And then it's really simple to lock back in place, roll those blades up, and then it's a click and another click on the other side. It's completely set in, will not prematurely deploy, will not rattle free, solid containment, 100% deployment every time. So we've made a lot of good adjustments and refinements to it to make sure that it's guaranteed to deploy every single time. So that's what's new for VIP this year. 
Welcome back, guys. This podcast is brought to you by RPG Coffee Company, a veteran-owned and operated socially responsible coffee company born to support members of the military, law enforcement, and firefighting communities by donating 50% of their profits. The true secret to living is giving. And don't forget to join the RPG Coffee Club today. Don't wait until you run out. Stay ready to rock by having RPG Coffee delivered straight to your door each month with our coffee club. Thank you, folks, for tuning in to another episode of Bucks of America podcast. I am your host, Jeff Vance. This is my third podcast that I recorded here at the Open Season Expo here in the Dells in Wisconsin. My next guest is Pat Newcomb. He is the brainchild of the Newcomb Blind, which is pretty cool. And I'm looking forward to actually picking his mind on the whole process of the from start to finish and where he's at and how he got to where he's where he's um, t- at today, doing the whole expo trip and everything else like that. And he's, uh, it's going to be fun to talk to him about this. So, Pat, why don't you tell me a little about yourself? Yeah, Jeff, thanks for having me. Um, I live in Asheville, North Carolina. come from a family of four, my wife and two daughters. Uh, I own a, another business in town, a tree business. And okay. I've, I've always been an avid hunter, uh, an outdoorsman. And I've, I've always wanted to work in the hunting industry. That's a good. It's a good motivation to come with it. So, what was the what was the, the the inspiration behind the Newcomb blind? So, I'm a mobile hunter. I like to be on the move. I wanted something light and quick and easy to set up that I didn't have to stake down and tie down and fumble with all that kind of stuff every I time it. I got in the woods to set up. So, I developed it with that in mind. Nice. And so, when did you when did you begin the production on this? Was this was this something you've been working on for a couple of years, or was this just a world win in 2020 or 2021? No, it's been a work in progress. So we've been hunting with them for years in the family. All right. Um, decided to bring it to market about four years ago. All right. So I went out, and the first thing I did was search for a patent. By the time I got a full utility patent on it, I knew it was time to bring it to market. That's perfect then. I know I have a friend of mine that's an, that's an inventor up there in northern Minnesota, and it's like he's always trying to stay ahead of the Chinese market because they tend to steal a lot of his good ideas. He's run into that because he always comes up with unique things that are that are beneficial for either the uh, a mechanic or somebody that's in the farm industry or doing something automotive or it just he's always got he's always got his brain's always going which is unique to, to him. He's always keeps him busy and he's just a remarkable fellow when he went all with all that process. So when you were coming um, with the with the blind, so like, why did you go with the pyramid design? How, like, what was the, what was the? Do you see other problems with other blinds, and why you came up with your little? So for everybody listening, think of about this blind as a screen in front of you. Think about a full size teepee cut yeah. in half down the middle. So it's a screen out in front of you, and the reason it kind of triangles at the top is because you sit back from it. You're going to shoot around this just as much as you're going to shoot through it, and the reason for that is the teepee size the triangle at the top of it is so you can still get the full draw or get your weapon up without the animal seeing you but then you can have the option of shooting around it and you don't have all those dead spots that traditional blinds have with the corners and everything correct yeah because now when you set this up you tend to from what i've seen from videos you probably get yourself back to back up against a, a thicker larger tree correct i do I, I also hunt with it you know if you're in the middle of a field you can use that as well just take a small chair with you you know, something that you can have a backrest or, you know, a lot of turkey vests now, they fold out and you have a backrest with those. Yeah. So 
I mean, as humans, we want to sit back against something. A tree is ideal, but you don't always have an ideal spot to set up with the tree in mind. So mm-hmm. I, as part of this, you've got a blind in front of you now and you can sit pretty much anywhere you want and you can get away with a lot of movement. That is, that is true. I like, I like having that ground upon my mentality. That's why I went with the, what I, before I even knew about this product, I went with the ghost blind because I like to move up and move around. I'm on public land here in Wisconsin, jumping from different County to County. So I want to have something that's mobile, lightweight, but it managed to be able to pack a lot of stuff on my back and move in and through. But you know, it's you, you're familiar with the, the, the dimensions of the ghost blind, but it just, it's, it can be kind of bulky, especially when you're trying to get up in the bluff side. Cause you've come through here and you're used to seeing mountains and such. We have those tight corners trying to move up the mountain, and but all of a sudden you're getting dragged on everything. So when you were when you're constructing this, what were some of the key points that you wanted to focus on when it, when it when it finally hit the ground running? So first thing I wanted was lightweight. Uh, we made it three pounds. It's nice and lightweight, easy to move with. The other thing I wanted was compact. So when you set this blind up, it's 64 inches long, but we've got it where it folds in half. You can get down to 32 inches. Mm-hmm. So now you've got three pounds and 32 inches. So you can put it in a backpack. You can put it in a, in a sack. Um, the other thing was quick and compact as far as making it break down where you can actually use it in the woods. You don't want to have to break it down every time and put it all the way down in the bag. So Correct. we also developed the one pole breakdown where you can simply do a one pole breakdown and you can literally set it up or move with it in seconds. The other thing I really wanted to develop was something that you don't have to stake down and tie down every time you get in the woods. Because there's nothing worse than fumbling with all that, A, in the dark, or B, on a quick move. You don't want to have to always tie it down because there's not always time. So we developed it where it'll sit by itself. The foliage holds it down most of the time. It will blow around a little bit in a heavy wind, especially if it's coming from behind you. So that's why we did put some spots in the corners for stakes if you choose to use them or if you have to on a windy day. But most of the time, you're not going to need to. Yeah, so that's a, a good forethought behind that. Now, the, the strength of the, the poles, you want with, it looks from what, I've, what Justin just demonstrated to me, is that the, you used a tent pole concept where it's kind of they slide into each other, remove, and you have a bungee cord. I mean, I think that's, that's a fantastic idea to ha- allow for that quick movement. Yeah, and that's exactly what we did. We went with that. I played around with some other stuff that's on the market that you can, they were spring-loaded and everything else. And at the end of the day, it was just simplicity. The whole blind is just so simple, it's, it's crazy. And I tried to, I think, even complicate it more by doing some other stuff with it. And at the end of the day, I realized the simplest poles were the ones we went with. And like you said, they've got a cord in the middle, and they simply just pop right together. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that you can tur- almost turn into a walking stick well, if you're moving, if you're going uphill or downhill to kind of create that stability. Because it's like you don't want to create an accident, but having that extra stability is nice because climbing up and down the mountains or going through the, the bluffs and such like that, going up and down hills, you don't want to get yourself stuck in a, in a hairy situation. I like that concept to be able to turn it into that walking stick to be able to support just enough leverage to this way to help you balance when you're going downhill or going uphill. Yeah, I would tell somebody, I, I would say don't rely on it as a walking stick because yes. it is fiberglass poles, but they, they can take a little bit of abuse. You can, you can use them. You can throw some weight on them. Obviously, they're fiberglass and they can break if you use them too heavy like that. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and tell people that's ideal for it but that's the concept that's how i carry it most of the time in the woods i'm leaning up against it a lot of times i'm perching on it you know out on a ridge calling a bird mm-hmm. and that way if something does pop up real quick you've got a one pole breakdown you're set again now do you does is, is this come, come from your, your passion for turkey hunting absolutely i'm a i'm a i'm an avid turkey hunter another thing i've done a lot in the woods is i've, I've taken a lot of first time hunters out okay uh, took my daughter uh she killed her first turkey when she was five She's uh, almost 11 now, so she's she's my hunting buddy. 
But at the same time, I've taken a lot of kids over the years. I've gotten over 20 kids their first turkeys. And there's nothing worse than calling a bird in for a kid, an adult, whatever. You move, they move, whatever, bird's gone. So that's where we needed a screen out in front of people just to block that little bit of movement so they could get up, especially if they're not familiar with the woods and how turkeys can see. You yeah. just get away with a lot more moving out behind it. That's awesome, man. And, and um, what I really like, what it really attracted me to the price is the price point. Like, what were some of the things you did, did to, like, when we when you were deciding the price point, why did you choose, was it, it's $109.99? Yes, sir. So what, how did you come down to that, that price point? Because I think that's, that's remarkable considering how some blinds can be two, three, four hundred bucks. Correct. And, you know, as a person that wasn't an owner in a hunting industry product, I've bought stuff from other companies over the years. And I know how expensive this industry can be. And I wanted to make it as affordable as possible. If that means cutting myself a little bit at the beginning, okay, that's what I have to do. But I wanted a product, and I feel that the, the cheaper you can make something available for people, obviously the more you can sell, the quicker we can help this name get out there. It's not necessarily a passion as far as trying to grow, 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 grow money-wise. It's more or less I want to grow as a company, and I want to get this blind out in front of people. And the more people using it, the better I'll feel about that. And that's kind of the reason I decided to build it as cheap as I could as far as price point but at the same time we had to protect building a quality product for that price my goal was to be under 100 and i just couldn't do it so we had to go up to 110 yeah i think it's a beautiful philosophy the way you just put that out there and such and uh it's only my i had a question in my mind that i want to discuss but i forgot it now um how long has it been on the market because so we launched this year at ata show in january Wow. We actually didn't even start selling them because we were waiting on our our order to come in. We started selling them this year at the NWTF show. That's awesome. Then, and, and you have, how has the popularity been going for you? Have, have you guys been growing? Because I know you guys did a fantastic job with your media program, especially on the Facebook page, the videos and such. Your website's fantastic. Your Instagram is like on point. Well, thank you. I got to give my wife credit for most of that. She's the uh, she's the eyes behind it all. But it's it's been a real good start we've we've sold a lot of blinds had a lot of people that are really excited about it and we look forward to growing the brand nice and so then and this is your first year doing all the expos how is the expo life treating you right now for these last few weeks you know it's been it's been a fun adventure i'll put it that way uh we've been all over we've been doing quite a few shows i think we've done six shows in seven weeks so it's exhausting but at the same time we're out there meeting a lot of people and the most important thing is we're getting our brand out in front of people and showing people how to use it because it's not your typical blind and if you're not shown how to use it you might not understand it right away mm-hmm. all the different things you can do with it yeah because the, the reason why i got introduced to to the new blind was from a, a good friend of mine jeremy davidson from the kentucky bourbon outdoors he met up with you in nashville i think that's how how you guys crossed paths but him and i were chatting because he, he wanted to get in the podcasting business because his, his daughter is really articulate and he wanted to do something to kind of grow his brand he's got a a beautiful five-year plan but we were just sitting there just bs and i was going through like how i approached the equipment and and being conscious about it because it's like i'm very less is more i like to simplicity mm-hmm. just like the nukem blind here i then saying why i kind of drew myself to it because it is simple and so when we were sitting there on the inner on the uh instagram chat he's just showing me how to set it all up online he's breaking it down real fast and like I, this thing is awesome and it's like he was trying to sell me right there and i was like well let me see it first because i'm a tall dude i want to make sure that when i get behind the blind i am going to be feel comfortable at full draw or if i'm sitting shooting a shotgun or whatever it may be for whatever animal i'm going after so i was like 
after seeing it in public, it's like it's nice. It's it's just it's a solid product. It's just finding out how I can work with us with the, with the old lady. Yeah, thank you. I mean, Jeremy and his daughter are great. I actually met them at ATA. Seen them a couple shows since. We saw them in Nashville. We saw them in Indianapolis. Okay. Oh, they always wow. come by the booth. They say hi. They're great to talk with, and they're doing great things in the industry. Um, as far as the different size people to hunt behind it, yes, I'm 6'2 as well. Yeah. guy working the booth with me right now is 6'5". Yeah. Um, yeah, Justin, yeah. The way this blind is, it's self-adjustable. So the wider you make it, the lower your windows go. Mm-hmm. This blind is set up. You can hunt in a three-quarter chair or lower. So you can hunt from a three-quarter chair all the way to the ground. You can adjust the height of it basically by adjusting the width of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's good for different sizes. We are going to be, you know, as we grow as a brand, we're going to be coming up with another model that's a foot taller for full chair versions. We have it in the works, but it's going to be a little bit before we're out with it. Okay. So that's what I'm, that's like, when you heard that was going to be a foot taller, it's like, I like that comfortability. Cause it's like, I, I, this way then when, when the old lady comes out, well then I can, I could get her one of these blinds cause she's just a little bit shorter than I am, but she likes that comfort being able to be, she, she, she's in the moment. She likes to hunt, but it's like, it's not as a passion as we are. When it comes down to it, but I want her to have her own setup. But this way, we can set up on different different spots of the field, but have that that visual eye contact because she's been really paying attention to how I call, rattle, and stuff like that. And she's been very she's been very um, coachable the whole process. I mean, she called in the buck I have uh, mounted on my wall right now, and I just it's like you're doing fantastic, and just kind of reiterating the consistency of what she's doing and the techniques I showed her because I'm just learning from other people that are far better than I am that shot bigger bucks, and it's like. Well, they're doing X. I can do that, too, as well, and just kind of duplicating the process. Yeah, and think of it, you know, like we're talking about the taller version. Obviously, I hope to get there with it as as we start to sell a lot more of them. We can produce more different models. But this one is, like I said, three-quarter chair or lower. So you can sit in a three-quarter size chair all the way to the ground. Now, as far as deer hunting with it, it's great for deer hunting. Like my daughter, I I tell you, Presley, she's a big hunter. She she can't raise a gun up out of the stand, you know, and hold it. So she's, she's... a kid she's so she's on the ground hunting what we found out with this blind is the way it tapers it tapers with a tree and there's no big bulky corners so it's great for deer hunting because the deer really don't pay it any attention she killed a nice buck this year walking right at us at like 15 yards so it really blends in the woods well and it's really good for for hunters of all ages that is that is a, that is a good selling point right there and i think we're we've we've come to a really good close you you really brought everything out why don't you tell the audience where you're going next for because you got a couple more spots before you're done with the season? Well, what I'm most excited about is next I'm going out in the woods hunting. So we're taking yes. the month of April. We're going to hunt a little bit. Um, the third week of May, we're going to be in Tennessee at the uh, Tennessee Extravaganza, I believe it is. Okay. And then we're taking the summer off as far as shows because there's not a whole lot of them. We will be in Birmingham in August at the uh, at a show as well as Houston in mid-August. Okay. And that's all we've got lined up right now, but we're looking to do some more as well. That's excellent, and and uh, I'm sure probably right now this is gonna be the base of the time. But even up here in the Midwest, we 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 have turkey fall season too. So you know, you know, hopefully that the the, the advertising with the with Miss she focuses some of her advertising up here to go after the folks here that like to go uh, fall turkey hunt. I have a buddy of mine that's actually working here that shot a a, a winter turkey pretty much the last weekend of the season for for fall turkey here in Wisconsin. He managed to tag it out. Nice. It's pretty pretty it's pretty impressive. And he was out there. Only I think he said it was. 11 above or something like that or maybe he was in lower maybe he was right around zero it was, it was a cold morning but he caught him coming down from the roofs blouse done nice. not even an hour not even an hour out there you know taken care of well that's always a, obviously the ideal hunt you know you can yeah. get out quick but yeah you can also you can always pick them up on our website it's uh newcomhunting.com and the biggest thing i like to tell people is you know you know just 
take a look at it, see what you think. We got videos online. And, and don't forget, don't just hunt them, nuke them. <laughs> I love it. That's a great closing right there. I like that. Nuke them. Well, thank you, uh, Pat, for coming on the podcast. I greatly appreciate your time. I'm glad you're having a blast. And this product is just not necessarily flying off the shelves, but it's getting a great uh, welcome. Yeah, we're, there we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome.